0: I love your little, your little
1: cord flip. It, it, for some reason, I, <laughs> I I don't I don't know. This cord does it always lay on my shoulder? Why is it it's laying in there on my a shoulder? Lot. It's I don't know.
0: Bugging me. Daddy's today. playing with his headphone cords for the podcast, and I just <sighs> it, it's like he's flipping his hair. Oh, it's oh, it's just so gorgeous and beautiful and majestic in my old Maybe headphones. Maybe because it's hot out, it just feels awkward. You are hot. What's your safe word? <laughs> cord flip. <laughs> Safe. Welcome back to What's Your Safe Pod. I'm Amp. I'm Mr. Grisper. And today. Uh, it's hot out. Yeah, it's it's very warm in San Francisco this this week, but today especially. Like for all y'all that don't know, I live on the third floor of a place, so I get just baked. Because I all baked. the
1: heat rises to your apartment.
0: Oh, well, and the ceiling is is the top of the building, so the sun bakes us. I, well, I my an, place is hot. There's an
1: attic above you that is roasting. Could we put like some ice in there?
0: Maybe like well, a polar it probably bear, it or...
1: probably needs insulation. It probably doesn't have insulation.
0: Anyway, it's a heat wave all over the world, and whenever I complain about heat, people are always like, "Shut the hell up! Sit the I heck know, down!" Like and you... so I should stop complaining. Yes, but welcome back to the podcast. It's got a few kinks. I am. Still Mr. Christopher. And I know, but I never forget, I forgot to say all the time, like, i don't know, got a few kings," but it's like a catchphrase. You I know, know what people like such it's a good catchphrase. We need a new, we need an opening song. I like our opening, but you want to get a new one. So if we have any sound producers that want to build this hey, opening, a, we need what's your safe pod. No, I know word, yeah. what happened to the guy who did this jingle. Let's start out.
1: Daddy, daddy.
0: I know, he's Daddy, been busy, Daddy. I've tried. He's talking over the, I the, the jingles.
1: I didn't know you were going to write the whole thing. Uh,
0: this is the third time we've had to start the podcast, because the first few times he kept talking over the opening, I'm like, Daddy, I can hear you. I can hear you. We're professionals. We, well, you'd think we were at, by now. We're at episode, what, like almost 200. Yeah, but you ask me things during it, so... I always ask you things. I don't know. What, I didn't ask you things. Okay. Anyway, yeah. What's your tea?
1: My tea. Oh, my tea. Um. So, which is today's topic, too? Right. Kind of. Well, kind of. But it, okay. What do you think is the worst thing you could ever do to me? Uh, say I don't love you. Well, I mean, yeah.
0: But I mean, okay. <laughs> if there's caveats, you gotta give me the caveat.
1: Well, yeah, that's the, question. the the worst thing you can do is be. Oh, not feed you. Yeah, you, yeah. Uh, I, I, can you, you sleep. I can feed myself. I can feed myself. Not give you an All right, you're done. <laughs> so, the worst thing that you can do is be silent when I ask you for a question. And especially if you're in a, a relationship with somebody and you ask them a question and then they just completely ghost you. Uh, and I am being ghosted right now and I'm being ghosted so hard and it's driving me nuts. Ah,
0: I'm sorry, that's really sad. I know. So
1: is but that your tea or what what's That your, was my tea. Oh there's, that's it? Don't ghost ghost me. That's it. It's oh, just God. it's it's annoying as fuck because then I don't know
0: what has happened. That's fair. Well look ghosting so there's a there's many levels of ghosting. There's like soft ghosting, hard ghosting, like uh i feel like each of the ghosts need their own names like uh an oni like versus those <laughs> don't <they laughs> like different names? kinds of ghosts, you know like a wraith or an oni or a, a spirit or <laughs> like there's different there's different there's different ways people ghost as well right. um but as you-, you teased last week so hard it's like- so hard the- <laughs> right you're a parrot and i i think that it's important to cuz that's what today's topic is you know, like talk about ghosting talking about doms that, well, that ghost on you it's
1: kind of we're talking topic. about online doms and online relationships and right how to do it better but, and so now it, this is top of mind for me because i am getting Ghosted.
0: <laughs> right now. Do you want to give a, a, a preface
1: to the story, or okay? So, um, yes, as you, as many people know, I uh, am heavily involved online with multiple DOMs, and a lot of them are multiple? younger. Multiple. Can, can you give a number? Four to five. Oh, okay. Yeah. So and. All of those have been working very well because of communication um, and their ability to communicate. So when one refuses to communicate, mm-hmm. then the dynamic is brought to a halt. And and the silence means I have no idea why. Uh, so... It's probably easily fixed, but you can't just go silent.
0: Well, and for you specifically, again, we're talking about Dom's day. We're gonna be answering a bunch of your questions, mm-hmm. but it feels very relevant to open up, especially after last week, we kind of talked about it yeah. and it, and kind of instilled that Like online relationships are still a very new thing in the human experience. To be fair, I mean, you know, I I, I guess that's true, yeah. And so, there's no book. Well, there are books physically, but like, there is no, there's no societal norm to be like, this is how you pick up guys on Grinder. But also, you have a a fascination, a a magnetism towards younger DOMs, and of course, all legal age, all that good stuff. But. People that might be a little bit more inexperienced. So while you are absolutely valid in your feelings right. of the whole situation that you're going through currently, uh, I, I'll i probably play as devil advocate and just be like, I've been through catfish as well, but I've been through catfish. Are we calling it a catfish? I don't think it's
1: a catfish. Oh, OK. So I've done a deep dive. I don't think it is a catfish. Not in an obsessive way, but, but in like a, anyone is this a real
0: t- person way,
1: right? No, it is a real person. Yeah. Uh, and anyone I've told this story to is like, oh, you're being catfished. Well, obviously. I, but and you, I'm like, I... I know you would think that it has all the signs of it, but I've done a deep dive on them personally online and they exist and everything
0: they've told me is real. So, Daddy wants to do a deeper, deeper dive in the, at the aftercare of today's episode, if you're all interested in the the podcast, like, extra bits where we, like, talk to you guys and answer more personal questions that you yeah. leave on our Patreon. Um, but I feel that it's also relevant to, like, bring up that... So, we're going to Folsom Berlin. We cannot wait to go to Folsom Berlin. I am so excited. It's my first time. And when you're hearing this, I am landing in London. Literally. Like, he literally tomorrow. But... You've been chatting with someone who might also be going to Folsom, Berlin, and you were like, I'm going to be out there. And then things got kind of odd when you were like, no, they,
1: they, they, not, they, not that they were going to Folsom, Berlin, that they live near London. Sure. And I said, I'm going to be in London for ah, five okay. days. So I would love to meet you for a coffee. And this is somebody that I have pleaded with for six months to have just one verbal phone call. Yeah. Just one verbal phone call. That's not my. Only ask. I get it. Uh, uh, otherwise, all our communication has been through texting through WhatsApp, which and- has been hot, has been great. He's been, he always has an excuse. It's like excuse after excuse after excuse. But he, I have laid out several times, I can't keep going. Mm-hmm like this and then he'll say something hot and sexy and i'll fall back into it and i'll do it again
0: and so my experience with catfish and this is where i was like is there such as an ethical catfish like what (laughs) because it's you can be a real person and still be a catfish like catfish are people that that sell you on something and it's actually a a real dud even if this person exists and they might be good at like talking and, and role playing that doesn't mean that they're not Like letting you down or ghosting you in such a way that it is catfish material catfish behavior Well, and that's what I want to talk about because
1: so I think he's compartmentalized me into this sex object Part part, right and Mm. I'm saying no we have a dynamic where emotions and feelings are involved and you can't convey emotions and feelings especially because we're into very heavy degradation, right? Yeah. Uh, he, he tells me to do amazingly kinky shit that not most people would do for some, for another human. Yeah. Um, so my point is, as in any relationship, you need to have check-ins to talk. Yeah. And that is a good dom-sub dynamic. You, you just take a little pause and have a little check-in. How's this working for you? How's this working for me? You know, I don't have a lot of time in these days but i have more times these days just check-ins to how things are yeah. going um and that's a good dynamic i would think
0: well and i've had i've had actual catfish that were catfishing with like not their real photos they were misleading they were making up you know oh well my mom just died or oh my sister got in a car crash oh i have to take care of my sister's kids now like these were literal things that just kept coming up at the most inopportune times to the point where Once is an occurrence, twice is odd, but three times is a pattern. And even then, when I was, again, I was like 22. Even then, I was like so like, oh, this person is great and perfect and real. And like, there's so much to that that was nice and there's a fantasy to it. And to a degree, looking back now, if that person had been honest and was like, I'm not real but I would love to role play this right. dynamic. Yes. Ethical catfishery. That's just what I'm going to call it. I don't know that anyone's ever talked about this, but that kind of ethical catfishing, I would have been down for it. That's that is role play. Yeah. That is and so that, much of what BDSM is about. And that's what I wanted to talk to him about. I'm
1: like, I get you have a life. You have parents. He lives with his parents. He, he feels he has no privacy to have a phone call, which I kind of call bullshit on that. Anyone can. Find 10 minutes, walk around the block, sit in your car, go to a coffee shop, sit in a park. You can find 10 minutes to have alone time for a phone call. Uh, but it's the. Um Sorry, we're getting so hot and heavy this Sorry. week. But like it's, it's, <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's w- bugging it's, me. It's I know. I and, know. And now Before the podcast. We were supposed to meet when I come to London. And now they are making all these excuses not to.
0: And I, I want to be the devil's advocate still to say like. I remember being a young kinkster, a young, a young sub. I can't imagine being a young Dom because there's probably a lot of imposter syndrome as well as not feeling good enough, as well as like you're still figuring yourself out.
1: And that was my point. He is so young. I think he's very good on a keyboard being a Dom, but he's very young. He doesn't see how this kink life fits into his real life with his family and friends. I and think he's too. kind of ashamed of it i think because he's into such kinky stuff he thinks that even talking to me will damage him somehow that his friends and family will find out that he's super kinky if he ever talks to me and that's a makes, problem makes it with,
0: that's the problem though with yeah. with society and how it paints like gay being gay is like this terrible thing it's not normal quote unquote right and it gets it, it does a lot of damage yeah. even even today i am in my 30s i i've gotten and worked through so much um but even even today i still have knee-jerk reactions that that come from my upbringing in a religious household not because my family was not supportive but because i was surrounded by religion 24 yeah. 7 as a child and that is so damaging yeah, it's I haven't even, even talked to th-
1: about that with him. I don't know if he's religious or not.
0: I know, but that's just what yeah. I'm saying. Is like, that's tough. And I feel I'm sorry that you had to go through that. That's not fun for you. Like, but even, and again, we'll we'll get more into it in the aftercare, but even reading through some of the messages which you allowed me to read, I was like, ooh, this gives so many catfish vibes. I know. It gives every 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 catfish hoop I jumped through back in the day, it it brought back so many, like, oh, I did I've done that. Oh, I've been called this. The the, the catfish textbook is something that someone can easily put into a real relationship, but when they start gaslighting you and making you the one that's causing the drama, when it's really you just trying to be like, I would love to communicate, that's catfishing. Right. But you know what it's not? But Good doming. No, exactly. And so today's topic, we are answering your guys' questions, we're giving you our our takes, we are showing you how to skin a catfish, but you know what you can't skin a catfish with? (laughs) No, A handyman from Manscaped today's sponsor. I don't know. Maybe you could just use that razor to no, skin a no. catfish. Okay, no. First of all, so I've always said that, and we love we love Manscaped. Manscaped, thank you again. But thank you, Manscaped. Public service announcement. Attention, all bearded brethren, or or sisters, or just non-binary people. From stubble to mane, it's time to get your hair care under control. Now, I usually used my my lawnmower 4.0, the one that goes over the body. Great. It's got the little the little uh you call it ceramic blades as well as the guards to get different lengths yeah the handyman just came in a week and a half ago it's uh, uh, this is what the handyman so currently it's nice there's a little bit of scruff and stubble but it's it's at this perfect length that's just like if you are someone that like shaves your head all over Uh, it's great for that but for like your face stubble before you do a nice shaving and contouring of your of your hair it's so nice so Check out the new handyman from Manscaped. You are gonna get a great shave and it's a great way to start getting the hair that doesn't it. it doesn't attack the skin. Do you it's know what nice- I'm
1: gonna do when I get home?
0: Uh, the handyman
1: no I'm gonna take my septum piercing out and just go to tell oh. on my with my weed whacker on my nose hairs because they just get it's, out of control
0: it's, it's really useful I uh, know I like it nose hairs ear hair anyway you can go to manscaped.com and use offer code what's 20 for 20 percent off and free shipping because it's time to go from five o'clock shady to yeah baby ready <laughs> That's that's the part of the, anyway, if you don't, if you don't need the, 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 the shearing all the way down to the stubble, they also do have the beard hedger as well, which Daddy's been really loving. I've been loving that one. It haircuts all over your chin. There's 20 different adjustable lengths for your beard. And the beard hedger is not only a high tech piece of art in a travel size package, but long lasting battery, universal charger, and all of the Handyman, Beard Hedger, Manscaped products are easy to travel with, especially if you got their travel shed. So please check out Manscaped. Get yourself some body wash, some some hair care products, or just hair cutters. And again, using offer code WATTS20 at Manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping. Thank you again, Manscaped. Thank you, Manscaped. So do you know how I like my catfish?
1: No. With fried okra.
0: <laughs> I don't I, like okra. I, it's really good when it's fried. I love fried okra. Well, anything's good when it's fried. If I can be (laughs) so. That's
1: true. Butter is not good when
0: it's fried. Have you ever tried fried butter? I am never eating fried butter. I would try some fried butter. I bet it would be kind of good. I'm not saying all the time. I'm just saying like. Fried pickles are
1: good too. (laughs) Anyway, maybe getting off topic. No,
0: no, let's let's fry this topic. We are we're breading it. We are dipping it. Uh, It is bubbling in all the good juices there you go and um i i just think that dominating uh, dominating a scene is like frying something it makes everything better oh
1: my god (laughs) That was a stretch.
0: <laughs> so today we are answering your questions because it was very relevant in your mind. It was also kind of this conversation we've been having all week as far as like, what is good domination? Are we good doms? How do you do it ethically? So we've put it out on social medias and ask you guys what questions you have, whether you're a new dom or an old dom. How do you want to dom dominate this topic? The dom, dom, dom. What'd you call me? Dom, dom. Now, I think the best place to start... Is to talk about consent when it comes to doming. Sure. So the first question from Buck says, what would you say is the best way to navigate consent and check in while maintaining the dominant edge in the dynamic and keeping it sexy? Because, and this is my first one, because whenever I talk about domination or even a kink scene, people are like, oh, but it's not sexy to ask and check in and like. Yeah, but not if you do it on I mean, You
1: can you can you can there are ways. Um so one of one of the I mean, obviously when you first meet someone, you find out what they are into. Yeah. Correct? Just, I that's actually. a simple yeah. question. What are you into? And they will usually say, Oh, bondage or some kink, right? then it's up to you to kind of push further and deeper on that. Do you like being tickled? Do you, are you into humiliation play? What would you like me to call you? Um, and go through honorifics. Cause that's, that's one of the first things that you have to figure out is, and that's what will put a sub into subspace quicker than anything is them calling you either sir, daddy, master, whatever it is that that Dom subspace is going to be. Um, so, how to
0: get consent figure out what they're into first how do you make that sexy i think is kind of a crux of the question how would you make that sexy like i would i think it's just sexy asking i mean yeah. just
1: being asked what you're into um i feel it shows that they they care about you right they, they you want ask, to yeah. they want to know something about you yeah i think that in itself is sexy I I mean, you could do it in a deep voice if that makes it better.
0: I I think texting actually sexting is a great way to get consent for something, but also like start writing a story. If you go in stories are good. Yeah. Yeah. Sharing stories is a great way to tell people what you're into, but also give a perspective to things. Mm -hmm. And also it's a way you can share erotica or Uh, literacy like literature, porn, even pictures. But what I really like to do is ask leading questions. Hmm. You're in the bon- you, you know, someone's in bondage. I'm going to tie you up. But then what am I going to do to you? Huh? Huh? pig? and let them help to write that story of the thing that they're so into. Kind but of also me on right there. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I could use some, some very choice words after reading those <laughs> messages I saw today, but I would not do that because that's not something we've consented to yet. Um, because b- b- maintaining that dominant edge as Buck asks can be difficult. When you think that you're not being dominant by being considerate. Have you ever run into someone like that? Like they think that being mushy or heartfelt makes them less dominant.
1: Yeah, but. Which isn't true. The opposite is worse. Because the opposite means you don't care, right? Yeah. So I find it sexy when someone cares about me while maintaining control over me.
0: Ask curious questions, as my therapist would say. Yes. If you are the dominant in that situation, if you are a dom, you should be like, so let's say I tied you up and then I started spanking you. And how did it make you feel when I really spanked your ass or I really railed on your ass? Let, and then the sub could say something like, well, I thought I was really sexy. Or, oh, I wish you would have gone harder. But really or they might of, like, say,
1: I loved it, but it, the pain was too much. Yeah. And you say. And then good to know. No, not just good
0: to know. Well, you should have told me that. You should oh, have made sure so that I'm just I am you that. harder. Yeah, no, no, no. That, but make it, no I'm trying to try make it sexy by being like, well, you should have told me that. And you're going to next time, right? Oh, right. uh, yeah. You're you right. Right. That's
1: good. God, you're a good dom. I listen. Wow.
0: Good doms. Listen,
1: can you explain... What is a dom to you, actually? A dom is the person that is in control. Um, disagree. Making, what do you think the dom is? As a,
0: as a primary sub, usually, I disagree. What? Okay. <laughs> what is a dom to you? I think the dom makes decisions yes. based on that's communication I know but I'm I'm changing the phrasing of I think that they make the decisions based on a combined effort of controlling the situation because i think the subs hold t- so much power in a lot of ways obviously but they, the, they control the whole situation well you just said that the, the dom controlled though well ah, okay, fine ah, whatever got him whatever <laughs> you know what i mean though yes
1: yes i know what you mean but i mean we like to give the doms the illusion they're in oh, control wow. <laughs> Situation, right <laughs> No, it's a power exchange Mm -hmm. where theoretically in the fantasy, the dom is telling you what to do. Right. And they're doing it in a way that takes care of your needs. And their needs are also getting met. They're enjoying it. They're enjoying watching you suffer. Right and who enjoy well, maybe.
0: suffering. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. I would say that to, to go off of your, your terms, I would say the Dom is the one who course corrects, makes the decisions, mm. and almost like a and d like dungeon master, a DM, sets the parameters and, and course corrects as you go. Like they read the signs and they're really good at, they should be at least, navigating all of the different situations and things that are happening.
1: Yeah, and I think that's where the situation I'm in right now He's just too young to know how to do that. So mm-hmm. he doesn't know how to course correct. Would you he say doesn't, that- And he's getting overwhelmed by the responsibility. So he just shut a, down. Word
0: ah, 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 of ah, the day. Ah. I was about to say, oh. would you say that the dom is the more responsible one?
1: Well, I think like- they feel the pressure of having to make all the decisions. Right. Yeah. Um, and that can be exhausting. Trust me, I've been a dom before and I've been like, this is a lot of work. Yeah. <laughs> so I get it. My hat's off. I, I feel bad. I think he's way in over his head. I just think that if he would open up and talk, we could work through it. Okay, well, it's not about that. I I know, know, I know, I know. I hear the the pain. It's it's top of mind.
0: But that's kind of what we look at and see when we we hear the word Dom. It's it's the person that's generally seen as the one in control, who's making the decisions, who is the the top, or not always, but generally is the one in that kind of topping dynamic that is you know, doing the things to someone else. Yes. Of course you can have a submissive top. You can have a dominant sub. Like there's, there's different, there's always going to be a gray area, but as far as starting out the conversation, that's kind of where doms dom dom, uh, have their responsibilities. I think, do you have anything else to add to keeping it sexy
1: to keeping it sexy? Uh, I, I think, um, you need a little division between reality and fantasy. I think you, you need, you can't be, an act of Dom all the time, 24 seven, because life hits you in different directions. Right. And you have to be an adult and you have to do other vanilla things in your life and stuff and you're human. Mm -hmm. So I think we, sometimes we get so immersed in the fantasy of the Dom uh, being in control of your sex life that we forget that they're human with emotions.
0: Well, I agree fully. Good answer. Um, so, go- so so so
1: so oh, compartmentalize oh, oh, oh. those times. Have the fantasy time, but also have the downtime where you are actually friends and can connect.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. I guess to to that point, like I I have. I obviously, I have you as as a, my primary, but mm-hmm. sometimes you're dominant and sometimes you're daddy and sometimes you're bratty and sometimes you're hungry, you know, like there are compartmentalized versions of you. All the dwarfs. And, um, but then I also have other doms like Hypno, for instance, mm-hmm. where sometimes we're talking about nerdy shit like Star Trek and video games. And other times we're talking about degrading shit that is sexy and hot. Like yeah. there's a time, a place and a tone. And. If you're not able to read, if you're not able to read the vibes and the, read the the signs and f- like, that's kind of a, a very important skill that a Dom needs to be able to kind of code switch depending on what's the, what the, what the vibe Absolutely is. Absolutely. 100% agree with that. So leads us to our next one. All right. Uh, from Thank Xander you, who good. says, what are some personal red flags to watch out for to tell you that you may be pushing yourself or your sub into unsafe territory? What are some red flags or warning signs if you might be pushing your sub into an unsafe territory as a dom? Uh, <clears throat> so,
1: so the dom is self-correcting here. Um, I would sure. I would say uh, look for emotional distress uh-huh. uh, in your sub. Um, yeah. If if that's occurring, you need to back off um or even physical like body language like, body language like if they're recoiling with every hit and not in like pleasure moans you might be doing it too hard um you need to back
0: off reading someone's energy is important yeah. whether it's body language or outward perspective how they talk to you if you see changes in someone's behavior or or how they're communicating with you maybe check in realistically don't just be like hey how was your day don't okay again curious questions <laughs> i hate when people ask how are you period that's their well first of all that's no, wrong you that have to too. question
1: mark it especially but. if they when they, you tell them and three hours later they still haven't replied
0: great <laughs> <Okay>, not that <laughs> what i'm getting on is what i'm getting on is you ask a question but ask a question that means something
1: no yeah asking no.
0: someone how's your day do you know how many puppies
1: text making and with just a
0: bark bark you're so lucky to have so many people that care about you no, Damn, I'm not saying right. that. How do you respond to bark bark? I'm just saying, <laughs> if you're really trying to 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 suss out if someone's okay or not, don't just ask them how are you. Ask them, "Hey, we did this scene. Are you how are you feeling about that? I've noticed this or that. What's going on? Do you need anything from me in this area?" Ask pointed questions so that for a reason. When someone asks you a question, they're asking for a reason yeah. when someone texts you asking how was your day out of the blue they're going to follow up because there's a reason you know right be be genuine with your questions as far as red flags i think you, you said it best like read read their body language read how they are if you feel and like and if they tell you they're in distress believe them oh yeah please <laughs> don't gaslight your partners yeah even if they're just a a, a dom sub sort of dynamic it's treat people with respect they're people with feelings. they're still people you yeah. know um, and if they use a safe word, my god, just stop. <laughs> yeah. Safe words are the red flag, literally. Yeah, use a yeah, safe yeah. word. There you go. Stop. Okay, how about this one from D-Bear then? Um I've been exploring a new side of me as a DOM. Okay, this is we're gonna get into subs that turn into DOMs or maybe just some overlapping. I've been exploring a new side of me as a Dom this past year. It's given me life and a completely new perspective. Some of my subs are in other countries, though. What oh uh, so here's my question how can i control them remotely you have a you have a a dom in another country daddy how do you want to this is too on the nose how do you want them to control
1: you so texting obviously uh facetiming Uh, So that in real time, so they can give you activity. So I have several doms that are long distance, right? So like the pony trainer and I, we will have a weekly session where we FaceTime each other. Now I record it for my fan sites. He doesn't want his face shown. That's perfect. Um, So I can see him though. And that is erotic to me as, as a sub, I want to see the pleasure I'm giving the DOM even though they're making me do really, really horrible things. Um, (laughs) uh, So I think there are a lot of things that you can do, but you have to be open to the media that is available to you today. Uh, And especially with cameras, the way that they are, you can set up a camera anywhere and see anyone. So do that.
0: I love the one thing you haven't said chastity.
1: You oh, chassis is a, a great way. Vibrating remote control butt plugs. Yep. Um, Giving tasks to your subs. Tasks. Give them tasks. Tasks, tasks are very good. And, you know, to, to, to the credit of the, 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 Dom, we're talking about about. you again. I know it's about me. He was very good about the tasks and that's what kept me in. Um, He would give me tasks. Then he would go away for a bit and I would finish the task. But I was always thinking of him. So you can be on. You can be long distance dominant and not have to be there every second.
0: And as a Dom, especially if you're shifting from a more submissive or even just kind of vibrating as a switch. Use your own submissiveness and your turn ons as as a sub to then instill inspiration as a dom yeah you know because your subs might enjoy that
1: back on the task thing too uh also deciding what they wear um makes them think know that you're thinking about them and then oh I, i get to wear this for my dom uh give me an example So, for example, this happens to me all the time. I'll get told, put a butt plug in, wear pink shorts and a skimpy tank top to the gym. And then I'll do
0: that. Oh, I've, I've, there's many examples I can think of that you're not <laughs> re- referencing. I love sharing a Google account with you sometimes because you will search things on the what's a safe word. And I don't think you realize you're searching on what's a safe word because there's I a number word? of costumes and uh, there's been <laughs> oh, made oh, costumes. Oh, I got, a, got that rubber maid outfit. Uh-huh. Yeah. And you look great. I'm not, I'm not I shaming used to you. I through Amazon though. Well. Is Amazon on our Google account? No, but you Googled, you Googled some stuff oh, okay. and I'm not sure kink shaming but i'm just like uh, i i've seen i've seen your google search history everybody
1: has i have i know i haven't, I, know. I, haven't, I haven't hidden it it's on but my fan site you sites. chose the very
0: benign version of costume in that <laughs> okay i have never um, worn my maid outfit anyway to the gym. i only wear my maid
1: outfit to clean on my hands
0: and knees and are you doing that as the sub or the
1: dom as the sub <laughs> a dom in that maid outfit would be really fun though yeah <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna clean your hole. <laughs> Feather duster. Tickle tick tickle tickle. tickle, tickle.
0: <laughs> there's a number of ways you can do it remotely but be creative have fun yeah. make make it as daddy said like do tasks make it tasks that like benefit both of you if it's if yeah. your subs like really into chastity have them lock up for a, a week and they get to get off if they go to the gym a certain number of times or something make it goals that both of you benefit from if your sub is getting hot and and hefty in the gym that benefits you hopefully because you think that they're like doing good and they look really cute and maybe their health is better too win 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 Next question. All right. Um, ooh, As someone who has always been introverted and anxious and generally don't like to make decisions, how does one get into that Dom mindset and stay in it without consistently self-doubting? So how as a Dom do you fight that that imposter syndrome? Yeah. Yeah. Um Fake it till you make it. Well, yeah, fake fake it till till you make make it.
1: it. And I guess that is where hiding behind a keyboard is helpful uh, because a lot of people are good with writing down words that can be dominant. A lot of people have a really hard time saying words dominantly. Um, Read
0: some erotica. Yeah, I bet. I bet if you're a younger Dom getting into it, I bet you've read tons of erotica because you've lived online and you're getting tons of tips and tricks from that, which no shade there. Right. Some erotica has some amazing like ideas for scenes. No, I, that's where I get most of my ideas. <laughs> so to fight that imposter syndrome, give yourself some experiences via reading or watching what other people have done. There's nothing yeah. wrong with taking a textbook from someone else.
1: It just takes practice. You're really? just going to have to you're going to have to push yourself and get over that fear.
0: Well, and then they and then they follow up here. Rose, who asked that question, says that's my main stickler about doming is that I'll just fuck up and ruin a scene. You will. You will. Oh, it'll happen. And you know what you do? You make it fucking sexy. Oh my God, you insignificant plebe, you moved and I'm my flogger missed the spot I was hitting. Don't move again. Yeah. Hot, sexy, demean <laughs> the sub who likes getting demeaned, of course.
1: No, and that's my point. And that is actually why I do play with younger DOMs, is because I'm an experienced sub that you can make mistakes with me. We'll circle back and we'll go through what didn't work, and I won't I won't do it in a, a harsh way um that you're not going to seriously hurt me
0: can i ask Um, you something because in this thread there's people asking like how do i find the right dom how do i how to make the connection what if hypothetically you are trying to find a dom or even a sub you you can go either way that you want to make you want to form you want to train are you trying to find a sub that you can train to be the perfect dom for you like
1: Oh, no, No. because no, that defeats the purpose. So um, like all the doms I play with now, they all have their own style uh, and they all push my buttons in different ways. Um, I can't make them be the perfect dom that I want. Um, and nor am I trying. Okay, I, I'm I. I prefer to go with what is their personality. What are they into? And as long as they know my personality and what I'm into, we can make that mesh. Um, and that's that's the beauty of so many different DOMs. Everyone has different styles. Uh, they some are more controlling. Some are soft harder versus soft yeah so um and both are great i like both of those but i i, I wouldn't say do a soft dom oh you need to be harder
0: so Ollie asks i'm usually a sub but i want to be a dom and i'm afraid that i'm too soft my question is, I'm not kidding. My question is, is that okay? Are there soft DOMs? Yes, that Absolutely. is a term. Absolutely. Google it. Absolutely. In in the terminology, in the grand scheme, there's a a spectrum of DOMs, as Daddy kind of just mentioned. Yeah. Harder DOMs are the ones that are pain, corporal punishment, bam, right. bam, 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 bam. Soft DOMs are like. Soothing, want to nurture, want to cuddle, want to give more you... erotic. It's like, like yeah. it, it, it's like couples who are exploring bondage for their first
1: time, and they want to tie their partner down and make love to them. It, it, that's soft doming, right there. Yeah, um you're, just, so you're, you're making you're them alert. feel vulnerable, making them feel good, but in a very loving way, in a sweet way. That's not hurting, and, and it's not painful. And it's I would argue you don't have to make them feel vulnerable.
0: Like you okay. don't have to being soft no, is no, but it, I pleasure think just making them feel
1: good. Part of subbing is releasing some of your vulnerability because you are submitting to somebody else. So there's a little
0: bit of. I think you it's are a
1: gift you're giving them. There we go. I, get out of
0: my head. Get yeah. out. Of my head. I was I was gonna reference that one uh, that one TikTok we watched in a video, which was submission is a gift. Uh-huh. Sure. But you only have so many gifts to give. Yeah. And it is a precious thing that you should be a lot more concerned about than a gift. Yeah. You know, it's not something that can be taken back. It's not some, like, theoret- like, theoretically, it's not something that you want to give someone because that person can take it, they can smash it up, and then if they give it back and it's not in good shape, like... You just treated your submission like a piece of trash if you've given it to the wrong person i
1: agree with you yeah. uh, i'm just saying that when you sub mm-hmm. there's a per- certain amount of trust you're giving absolutely to the other person so that y- anytime you trust someone like if you're going to fall backwards and you're going to trust that they're going to catch you mm-hmm. you are a little bit vulnerable because there's a chance they might not and that's so that's yeah. So,
0: but that's why when when someone does take advantage of that trust, or they they ghost, or they disappear, or they catfish. <laughs> when they break it hurts. that trust, it's so hard to get back. It hurts. It does. It, have you ever had a, a dom or a sub that broke your trust that was able to actually make it up to you? Yes. Yeah. Yes. That, that ended. That or maybe didn't end, but still is going. Uh, it's
1: not going now. We're friends now. Okay. Um, they um they didn't handle the end of the relationship well Mm -hmm. it took two to three years before they came around and apologized and said it was really about them and their insecurities which i knew at the time um and i'm like thank you because that's closure that's amazing closure that you just gave me so i appreciate you being honest and upfront
0: about that and that takes some courage courage yes closure though is what i really like about that is like Closure for you. I know how you work. Closure is important. Oh, closure! You have so to have important. the right, the, like, the last word, closure. or else you're a little. Sorry, what? <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm joking. You just piss people. me off. The longer
1: that I own yeah. the closure, the more the matter I get inside. That is, <laughs>
0: um, but that's because you're not soft. You no, nobody's ever <laughs> 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 accused me of being soft
1: except that one porn shoot i did once when i couldn't get hard
0: oh i'm kidding that happens don't, don't. <laughs> um ooh, okay here let's get into a little switch territory so like obviously there's doms or subs doms are usually the more dominant the more top ish subs are the more submissive more bottom ish usually mm-hmm. but we have switches who are what what do you mean what? They what switch. Are, what they they, come, they, I, they DOM to, and my, they sub. Okay. They, thank you. <laughs> thank that? you. That's great. Um the next question from Fun Size asks, I'm a switch and in the same community that I sub and DOM for, for others. So they submit or they're trying to sub in the same community that they do active DOMing. Gotcha. I feel like I can only sub for the most respected and admired DOMs in the community. Otherwise, nobody will take me seriously when I want to DOM. How do I get past this block? Oh, that's interesting. So you're saying
1: that if you sub for someone, community, let me give you know. an example. Let okay. me give you an
0: example. OK, we're in the same community, right? Yeah, I yeah. mean, we, yeah, we, yeah. we, we run in the same circles. So I submit for you. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. But let's say I hope Lux doesn't to this podcast. <laughs> I don't want to submit to Lux because I'll be like, oh, but daddy is I'm hypothetically Lux. I love you. But daddy is like the dom that everybody <laughs> knows and respects. And this is inflating his ego far too much. No, it's fine. It's fine. Um, it's good. I like it. I'm saying that I can't. Then submit to Lux, even though Lux is a perfectly wonderful, perfect, beautiful, kinky bastard who would love to tie me up and do terrible things to me, probably. So he,
1: here, <laughs> here is here is the 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 crux of that problem. The crux is that problem is you care what too, too much what people think. That's a
0: great answer.
1: Because Sorry, I'm surprised by that. If if you subbed for Lux and had an amazing experience. You had an amazing experience. Who, who, can, take that, who can take Spot that away on. from you, right? Spot up
0: So and you're worrying about other people's perceptions of yeah. dom sub, masculinity, whatever toxicness that exists there. I totally agree.
1: And I think a lot of doms are afraid to sub because it will ruin their reputation as a dom. Um, so,
0: I what? disagree. Really? Uh, for, I think outwardly a lot of people might have that perspective but if you really think about it i would much rather play with a dom who submits sometimes knows how things feel and gets into the play and doesn't take themselves too seriously to the point where like they can be like yeah i'm gonna bottom but you're not gonna be no i agree with you i'm just saying a lot
1: i'm saying a lot of doms are too scared to sub because they're afraid their reputation will be um i I agree with you that it won't uh, like race is uh, our friend race Bannon says he, I helped him become a switch because I was
0: able to, Oh, okay. It's not all about now. you. So I'm just I'm still kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> but that's just it. It's like the older, the older generation might have a few sticks in their butts and not the fun kind when it comes to their own masculinity, submissiveness and dominance.
1: Well, I mean, those roles have been uh, defined in history as very rigid. Those roles have been in
0: the oven and, too long. That's And why they're in rigid. the last
1: 10 years, they have just, that. Th- those lines have been crossed all over the Take place. Take the
0: roles out of the uh, oven. Yeah. Let them breathe. Let them, let them live, you know? Kink and fetish
1: play has gotten very much more fluid.
0: And I'm happy to see it. Yeah, me too. I'm happy to see like it. it. Like, there's questions about switching in here about DOMs. Like, I love that. Um, okay, next one then. I would like to know from Brandon as someone how is just oh nope that's that should be who Brandon as someone who is just exploring the kink world how does one go into the headspace how do you suspend reality and learn how to be invested in the scene as a dom so how do you suspend your your disbelief for how do you get into the headspace as a dom um do you stand front of the mirror and like play like uh, like what's, what's a good hype up song for you? Are you, are you doing like your, your, uh, Oh, what is the movie where she has the sock warmers and she's like, I have no idea what you're talking about. She's a maniac. Oh, mania. oh, flash dance. Yeah. Do you like flash dance yourself into dominance? <laughs> yes. That's exactly what I, oh, I can wait know? for this outfit. Um, so you're so gonna order some sock, like leg warmers, some pink leg warmers and a pink thong. She's a maniac. Oh, I would, I would pay to see that. This has gone off the rails. Um, To
1: get into Dom headspace, I think the easiest f- thing for me to do is, you know, be relaxed. Don't, don't be stressed out. Um, And gear up in a way that makes you feel sexy. Um, And then just like what I said, starting with those, having the sub address you in the way that makes you feel like a dom and then just go from there um but it, it, you kind of have to create the mood sometimes um you know turn off the tv turn off distractions um and just be focused in the moment with your sub
0: huh sorry i was there are some really nice leg warmers for six dollars on amazon and this one comes with a fanny pack and little little armbands like little sweat armbands it okay. takes two seconds so to buy it.
1: I'm doing a podcast here. You're, you're, you're doing <laughs> Amazon shopping. <laughs> I, was I was listening. I was listening. I was listening. listening.
0: I think headspace is a very important thing to form. I think if you think too hard about it, you're going to, you're going to kind of imposter syndrome yourself. Have fun. Yeah. Have fun. Why are you doing this? If you're not having fun. Yeah. Like,
1: but but you, only you can get yourself in that headspace. Um, so you do what works for you and don't, don't try to mimic somebody else uh, because that's not going to be what's right for you.
0: Yeah. Oh, I'm some of my favorite stories about being a dominant come from the silliest people like the podcast on guard cast for like next month. That's Mm -hmm. coming out. Gnome play. I'm just I'm oh, I'm just I'm teasing Michael or someone (laughs) did a full on like D&D like gnomes and goblins like (laughs) scene and it was the silliest fucking serious fun Shit I have ever heard. We were cackling, and it all came from just being silly yeah. at a very serious kink event too. Now we're not saying to make all your scenes silly either. No, I mean. Uh, <laughs> but if you're looking to get silly, I'm here. I've got the leg warmers no, ready. Okay, take, I'm taking your phone no, away from any you those
1: now. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ!
0: Next question. Yes. Um, Lost boys, daddy asks. Mm-hmm. How do you find new play partners as a demisexual? Tell us about what an emotional bond feels like from your perspective. Um, You can only answer this question. You can tell me what your emotional bonds feel like though, but I can start here. Okay. Um, As a demisexual person, I like when people ask questions that are like, how does that make you feel? Did you enjoy this? Did you enjoy that? Like being able to talk about my emotions and my connections with someone is really important and hearing that someone's like oh this really makes me feel close to you makes me feel close to that person they're letting me know that that is something emotionally that they're really invested in between us as well um i think i'm trying to think of a really good like just just sitting down and being able to talk with your partner as a demisexual and and go through feelings and emotions check in and be on the same page is so gratifying for a demisexual person who is for those who don't know Someone who is emotionally connected to their partner and therefore physically connected, sexually feeling connected. Like my attraction is based on the secondary, which is that person fully formed. Then the 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 ter- the primary attraction that someone gets, which is so like reading a book the by fantasy
1: another. of the person isn't your turn on. It's the actual person that's your turn on.
0: Mm, yeah, but that doesn't mean I can't suspend disbelief and make something fantastical mm-hmm. like. I, I like when someone gets into a fantasy of things and then we stop we check in how are you doing like check-ins are, are sexy for me regardless how sexy you make it sound but as a demisexual person finding new partners um you gotta you gotta kind of put yourself out there unfortunately yeah. you gotta be you gotta be okay doing a lot of that prime uh, unfortunately i feel like a lot of times when i'm trying to find out if i'm into someone i have to play through the initial attraction steps mm-hmm. you know and there are times where I have to like tell someone, oh, well, you're so fucking hot. And arguably they are to many people, but like they're not hot to me yet. Yeah. I know that physically they are attractive. I can tell you that someone's attracted by looking at them. But to me, I do have to kind of fake it sometimes until that person gives me the time to really tell them, hey, I'm Who demisexual. This is what that means. And I think you're really hot. I'd love having this conversation where we're emotionally connecting. So, how do you form that online? Is the question. I think I kind of just answered that, which is like, you do have to play into the heteronormative, oh, you're so hot and you have your muscles and, blah, 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 and, and then, then eventually
1: leading questions. Yeah. And
0: yeah. then the leading questions come along with that, that where you sense. talk about what do you do for fun? What is your humor like? You have to make the fun, sexy talk still. And mm-hmm. I'm fine with that. But you have to fake it a little bit too until you make it for for at the expense of yourself maybe sometimes but for the betterment of hopefully building a really nice connection with someone yeah yeah i agree and then what about um emotional bonds for you as someone who's dating a demisexual i think that's really interesting to talk about uh how do you form emotional bonds with me
1: with you yeah
0: um
1: just by talking to you. Why do you sound so exasperated? <laughs>
0: I don't sound
1: exasperated. No, I mean <laughs> we have very intimate personal conversations. We and do. and um and you share who you are with me and I share who you 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 accept me with all my flaws and I've got a lot. Um and you only have two flaws, so it's... it's two?
0: I'm Which, just kidding. What, no, no, no. Go, go ahead. What, what are those flaws? I was flaws? joking. No, what, no. I'd love to unpack that, though. <laughs> I knew you would. No, I... So, case in point, like, yeah. you and me having sex versus you and me sitting on the couch, sharing a bottle of wine, and having a conversation, sex is great. Having that sit down and conversation is so much more important, important. to me because yeah. it lets me know where we are emotionally, physically like socially and if sex happens great i love that and i want to have sex and i want to do the fun sexy times but if we don't have those really important conversations the sex doesn't mean anything
1: and that's why i bring wine over every time
0: i was wondering why you bought (laughs) i just got a case of wine (laughs) from sonoma (laughs) i'm kidding No, but you did buy, you you brought over a, a dishwasher today. I so did bring uh, you a that, dishwasher. Oh my God. So, that, so that, sexy. That is the way to get uh, into your pants. Fix my dishwasher <laughs> and totally you'll make my pants moist as well as my dishes. All right, <laughs> 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 okay, Next question. Yeah. Um, what are some good ways to negotiate and plan a scene with partners who are relatively new to the kink world? Ooh. Um, so you're a dom with a new sub uh again
1: that's where i think that erotica and stories come in and can be helpful so you could say you know that that fantasy i sent you about uh being on a farm Mm -hmm. i'd love to do a scene like that you know uh, maybe in your garage um just just say what your wants and desires are and then let them formulate from there
0: no, I love that. And again, ask ask leading questions. Mm-hmm. You know what comes? To, it, it, I feel like every podcast we have Q and A's, and a lot of it comes down to communication. So it's just, all about communication. It it and is. if you're not able to communicate, it falls apart. And if you're not able to be honest, yeah. do not do not sugarcoat something in a scene if it's important to you. Yeah, like don't say, "Well, I don't need that." If you need something, you got to negotiate that. Yeah. If you want something, great. But if you if you need like Will Will want won't lists are great here because. What are the things you are willing to do? What are the things you're wanting? What are the things you are wanting? And like it also in that, like what are the things you need versus what are the things you're kind of like fun and open to limits and expressing those while not always sexy can be made sexy by how you do it. Yeah. I mean, especially if they're new, give them a smorgasbord. Of give them a little charcuterie board. Of of things. No, I'm kidding I'm not kidding. Now you're making me hungry. No (laughs) if you're into a bunch of different diverse kinks, or maybe some that you're not really sure about, but maybe you're willing. Not wanting, but willing. Put all that stuff out on a table like a smorgasbord oh a charcuterie board if you will and have them point to a thing go from there no that's a very good i, used,
1: I used to do that all the time with new subs i would put out a collar i'd put out some rope i would put some handcuffs i would put out a flogger and mm-hmm. and when they got over i'd say go choose three things you want to use today
0: yeah or you, yeah make it as fun or as intimidating as the scene calls for but if they're new just be like what things interest you on this table yep. and go from there and just to be funny or even just like kind of bring like mind fuck them put some random shit on there put yeah. a comic book put a put a, what's the weirdest thing you could think of to put on a table of that kind
1: um um a, a toothbrush uh, that's easy you can okay, use that fine. to like uh, torture them uh, with the bristles what would put be-
0: a Ooh, ooh, put a here's my multi-pass from the movie fifth element uh put the multi-pass on there multi-pass Okay. Do you know what I mean? Yes, you're just bizarre. Put a bottle of
1: put, soap. Put, a, put a, uh, a a gumball dispenser. Ooh,
0: love that. <laughs> Ooh, that's fun. A bunch of gumballs. Put just a can of Coke, like yeah, a can of soda, go. and just, just have their mind like... And a watermelon. That for?
1: And a watermelon. <laughs> A whole watermelon.
0: You do not get to unlock from your chastity until you're able to bust that watermelon with your thighs at a gym. Like, make it fun. It's fun. I swear to God. If you don't have fun, what the... What the heck? Um, okay. How about this one then, which is kind of similar. How do you find good subs when you're awkward? Oh. I think a lot of people are just awkward to begin with.
1: Yeah. yeah I, Online. I don't know how... So... I I the 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 word wording of good subs, I mean um everyone's a good sub. Everyone's a good sub for somebody. Um
0: how do you find them when you're awkward? Uh, cause I think part of your reason, which is a good maybe this is why this is a good stop. It's like stopping question. Yeah. I think the person that you're having difficulties with is awkward. Yeah. And I, doesn't know I, how I, to tell you that I they're scared of you. I know. Or or that they don't
1: feel that and they're I, good enough and i can be very uh, adamant about my needs and that terrifies him
0: <laughs> as a sub then let's kind of switch it up sure. as a sub how can you make it less awkward for your dom who might be newer
1: i give the benefit of the doubt all the time so i What do you mean? Uh like when um if they make mistakes if they if it is actually a little awkward and i know that but i can still be i'm into this to them so that they can get through that so that's where i do a little coaxing along you I I make little pleasure noises and oh yeah that's hot Um, even if it's not yeah
0: you give them you give them positive reinforcement as well which I mean I'm
1: not I don't want to lie to them I just don't want them to feel bad so they stop trying and um, so and then you know when their confidence builds over time and your relationship grows then you'll be like oh you know how you do that one I wouldn't say awkward thing. Um, <laughs> that one really sexy thing. That really sexy awkward thing. So, um, maybe we I just know. we kill that going forward. <laughs> Let's. We, you don't have to. You don't have to call me baby every time.
0: <laughs> I agree, okay. and, and I feel that I have done that before, and it wasn't taken perfectly from by me. you. Okay. We so do, as a okay, dog, I need an
1: example. What's this?
0: um we were doing some some pet play bondage stuff and, oh god yeah, and at the beginning we had a great time yes and then afterwards i was like i i really like being called good boy and being oh coach. but i wasn't doing it right but no, but the way in which you were doing it felt like you were like demeaning me it wasn't like sexy and like intimate it was like oh <laughs> and i the baby talk wasn't doing it for me it was like you know? placating it was placating baby yeah. talk and i was like yeah. that was i had a really good time today you know, so at my point, and you there, know what that was? time and place. That was me being nervous.
1: So I was being awkward totally and fair. I was being nervous. How do I better so, do that for you? Uh, I don't know. Cause you did it pretty well. Oh, thank you. So, so we moved. Sorry. We moved. My reaction wasn't good.
0: You know what? That's okay. We're all yeah. learning. Yeah. Oh my God. Look at us. We just, and unpacked. I haven't done it since. No, you haven't. You've been yeah. great. Okay. You've been great.
1: Yeah. But, but I'm, yeah, just, I I'm boy. Using- <laughs> yeah. Good boy. <laughs> that, that, okay. Good boy. That better. That's great.
0: You're a good boy. Yes, I am. Yes, you are. (laughs) Yes, you are. Getting okay, you're getting. <laughs> and on that note, if you would like to be a good boy for me, daddy, or just on uh, the interwebs in general, follow us everywhere. Dad, where can they find you? <laughs> you can find me if you want
1: to see the naughty stuff at mrchristopher.com, and that's Christopher with a K, or you can find me on Twitter, which is a lot of naughty stuff, uh Christopher Weston.
0: And you can find me everywhere at Pup Imp. This has been What's Your Safe Pod at What's a Safe Word Production. If you'd like a little bit of aftercare, who doesn't love aftercare? Who doesn't
1: like aftercare? <laughs> you can stick around for the aftercare after
0: pod on our patreon where patrons not only get the audio version and a video version but get releases every week or sneak peeks or even early access to our youtube videos so if you want to join us and support the show directly we got that patreon link down below and our patrons in for real treat
1: because i have some dad tea Uh for them this This is is, we're gonna dive in deep we're gonna figure this
0: one out and we will see y'all next time bye you've been edging this story this oh. info this and i want to be very clear there is no rudeness we're not being rude here we are giving nothing but critiques because everybody is learning everyone is different everyone's just doing their best